This episode is sponsored by Lost Galaxy TTRPG. Dungeons got you down? Having trouble finding your path? Cthulhu no longer returning your texts? We've all been there. Every now and then you gotta mix things up with a new system. But Jen, I hear you say, we can never decide what to play. I love fantasy. They want to play a science fiction game. Don't get me wrong. I like Stranger Things. But when I play a tabletop game, I really prefer to be a centaur. This is where today's sponsor comes in. Lost Galaxy is a science fiction fantasy role-playing system that doesn't sacrifice the science for the fantasy or the fiction for the reality. There is something here for you no matter what type of game you want. You want to do the Star Trek thing and focus on space exploration? You got it. You want the brutal grim darkness of the 41st millennium? You can do that too. Or, you know, you can also just have a fun pickup game where you and your orc co-pilot just hop around the galaxy having a fun time. More than all that, though, Lost Galaxy is built by players for players. Everything about it is designed to give you the most satisfying role-playing experience you've ever had. Head on over to https colon forward slash forward slash lostgalaxy.games forward slash to sign up for their newsletter and learn more. Now, on to today's episode. Episode 31 of Slay the Stars. Last time, Zem and Shar continued to press north towards Annenfell. Two more aberrant creatures attacked them, and they came across the body of a man who looked suspiciously like the strange old man Cato. Dead. Again. He was younger, and his bag was torn apart, and whatever treasure was inside was long gone. Later, you came across an abandoned camp that appeared to belong to the orc commander from Verrotten. You recovered his pen, used to write in the blood message book, uh, Zem consulted her pendulum, and you all made camp for the night. Any last thoughts and ads things you want to do before you fall asleep? I mean, at this point, I would like to, uh, you know, start to compose a will. Last testament. Okay, okay, okay. I get everything. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Off the top of your head, what's it say? Uh, I'm par- I apologize. Uh, just I, I apologize. <laughs> Zem gets everything. <laughs> Sign Char <laughs> with a little heart. <laughs> um, no, I do want to send a message to Rafe before. Okay. Just it's going to be an update. It's going to be real quick. It's just about two days from Annenfell. Four orcs headed south with some creature. Uh, blob monsters are out here in droves. They are laying traps. Stay safe. That's 25 words. So normally when when you're both waiting for responses from Rafe, he's a little, I don't want to say like cavalier, but he never like answers very fast, like anxiously. He's always like, he's taking his time, composing. But this time the answer comes back almost immediately. Like he had been waiting to hear from you. And he says, I've been expecting an update for quite some time. I mean... I knew you weren't dead, but a little, you know, message here and there wouldn't kill you. I'm glad to hear you're fine. I don't know about these monsters. That's scary. Haven't heard from Zamira. That's it. Uh, Bedtime. (laughs) Bedtime. During these nights, Zem, you've had some dreams, but many of them are sort of scattered and confusing. You're emotionally and physically exhausted so your mind is unable to really hold those coherent thoughts together even in your dreams because there is this measure of lucid dreaming when you're having those uh, sort of divinatory dreams but tonight everything's a little different you're I mean you're sleeping you know that but it's almost like waking up into your dream and it it's warm You're not wearing this big coat that you've been wearing to keep warm up here in the mountains. You're wearing your standard outfit and you're standing near this river that's become this common scene for you. But you're not in it like normal. You're next to it. And you're watching the water, listening to the sound it makes as it's flowing over the rocks. You can smell wildflowers blooming all around you. There's no snow, no horrible shrieking, no fear. You hear a melody 
from coming from the trees behind you. It's this alluring, somber, beautiful song. And you feel it drawing you into the forest. Do you go to it? Yeah. As you walk through the trees, the world around you is illuminated by hundreds of fireflies. They're twinkling in the night. They dance and twirl in the air. And this gentle breeze blows around you, cooling and comforting your skin. You look up, and above you, there are millions of stars in the sky. More beautiful and clear than any you've ever seen before. Normally, the sky in Vela, you have these, like, four really bright, brilliant stars, and everything else is just pinpoints of light impossibly far away. The scene takes your breath away. What are you thinking and feeling in this moment? I'm probably... I'm at peace, I think. Okay, wait. I'm headed towards peace. It feels calm. It feels like a, like, like, <sighs> yeah. Um, as for my thoughts, I, I, I think my thoughts are pretty blank. Like, um, like this is nice. And that's like just that. Yeah. As you're walking, moving through the trees, you start to see a clearing ahead. And you know that's where the singing's coming from. You know now that it seems to be a woman's voice. You can hear the words she sings. It sounds like nothing you've ever heard before. And yet, there's some part of you that understands. Something inside of you is making sense of these words. She's singing of homesickness, of magic, of finding your place. And you come through the trees and enter a glade. You see seated in the middle of the area is a woman. She's running her hands through the wildflowers and the tall grass. She's not looking at you. She's just singing. She has this long, dark hair that lays in waves down her exposed shoulders. And her eyes are turned down at first. You can't see them. Her dress is all black and corseted and pulls around her where she sits. Has these off-the-shoulder bell sleeves that also are pulling next to her. As you step in, she looks up at you. And she brings her song to this end on a high-pitched note that rings all around you and everything falls silent. You hadn't even noticed the sound of the insects and the birds and things around you until they weren't there anymore. And those eyes, this bright, piercing silver blue, not natural, not here, not on Vela, at least. And she smiles at you and she says, come, sit with me. I'll walk towards her. What am I wearing? Oh, my normal. What are you wearing? You can wear whatever you'd like, actually, in this moment. Um, I look down, and I see that I'm in a long, flowing gown, um, sort of similar to hers, but it is not black. It's like a shade of gray. Okay. As you walk towards her, do you sit? I mean, is that what she's beckoning me to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll sit. Crisscross applesauce. She sits and she leans forward and she says, I have heard so much about you. Tell me, how are you, Samira? I'm not sure. What do you mean? Where am I? Oh. Um, well, I've, I've connected us, you see. You were in your place, now you're in my place. You just sort of traversed the gap. How, how did you do that? I can do many things, Zamira. It seems to me that I have you at a bit of a disadvantage. So, let me introduce myself. My name is Knox. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you as well. Roll me a religion check. 
Nat 20 plus 3. She is the deity associated with magic, darkness, nighttime. I think I know you. Good. Good. Then we don't need to go for that part. But I just... Zamira, I have big, big plans for this world, for everything. And you seem to be tied up in all of it. And from what I can figure, it seems that you could be my greatest ally or my downfall. And I'm not sure what to do with you. So I'm trying to understand, what are you doing? I'm, I don't want to be your downfall. I don't want to do anything than, other than just survive. I, or, well, I guess that's not really true. I want to do more than survive, but I just want my own little corner. And I'm going to think about, um, Kai. And I don't know if she is able to get the vision that I'm having in my head about, you know, having my own cottage, maybe next door, doing the same sort of thing as Kai. Hmm. Is that what you want, Samira? Or do you want power? And I'll think about that a little bit. And I can see the visions of me on the um, throne and the crowns and the, the people in front of me and all of the things. But the only reason that I would need power is to get to here. I only want it to save myself and my, fa and my family and my friends. That's interesting. I think you've met a friend of mine before in a place similar to this. She also has accepted some gifts from me and I've made her incredibly powerful. But there's something missing in her, a humanity. And I see that in you. I think you and I could be good friends, but it seems that you're not ready to just reach out and take what you could have, Zamira. You could be so much. I'm, I will be what I need to be, what I have to be. I'm not sure I understand what you want from me. I think the world needs a reset. Are you asking me to be the match? Potentially. I'm also asking you not to stop it. There are things in motion, things that you and your friend are trying to hinder that I need to happen. You're talking about a lot of people being hurt. Casualties are part of the nature of these things, Samira. I don't know if I can knowingly be the catalyst. What are you asking me to do? When the time comes, I'm asking you to do nothing. That's... You'll know. You'll have the chance to stop something. And I want you to let it happen. No one has to know. I'll know. Yes. But if you can live with that, I can promise you gifts and power beyond imagining. I can make you the most powerful magic wielder 
on your entire plane. Is that a different trajectory than what I'm already on? It's an interesting question. I don't know. I can say that this way is definite and instantaneous. If I survive. Yes, well, there's that. But who's going to stop you? That boy traveling with you? Come on. Mm. Well, you've given me a lot to think about. Of course. And? Just to show that I'm being honest, she's going to take her hand out and she's going to put her hand under your chin. And you feel this warmth and you see just like a sparkle in her eyes. And she says, a small token for you. And she looks like she's about to say one more thing when all of a sudden this shriek jolts you out of this dream. You wake up and you hear this like, noise that you've heard before (laughs) you hear it too (laughs) it did yeah because it is (laughs) shard just like from leading leading down just wise (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) yeah you sit up and you quickly glance around and you see this amorphous blob-like thing with a tendril wrapped around Dale and it's lowering them into its mouth and Dale is screaming, ah, no, help, Ah, friends, dwarves. And I need you to roll initiative. Advantage. I say we let them deal with it themselves. What? <laughs> 15. 17. Oh, time out. Are we long rested? Do I still have exhaustion? Lot long rested, still exhausted. Cool. All right. Top of the round. Dale is going to try to escape. Dale manages to scoot out of this thing's grasp and goes to run towards you, Char. They're trying to hide behind you, uh, but this thing is going to use an attack of opportunity to try to grab Dale. Which does. (laughs) And it grabs Dale again and starts dragging them back, and he's still screaming, (laughs) (laughs) It's just a really bad game of cat and mouse. (laughs) 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 Ha-ha! Damn it! Ha-ha! Damn it! Ha-ha! Damn it! And Zev, you're up first. All right. Um, we're going to do the thing I do best, and we're going to witch bolt. <laughs> I feel like I should have marked that off before, so here we go. It is 19 to hit. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> that was a third level. I'm sorry. I should have told you that before. That's fine. I always go the highest that I can. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 20. 20 electric damage. All right. Lightning damage, electric damage. My God. The witch bolt crashes down into this thing, and Dale screaming louder, Ah, you almost hit me! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dale! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Shard. <laughs> I imagine the dwarves in the carts like, what the fuck is a Dale? (laughs) Uh, Can you please, creature, make a DC 14 wisdom saving throw for me, please? Uh, What save? No, doesn't. Fuck you. No, I have negatives here. What save is (laughs) it? It's a 14. No, but which which stat? Wisdom. Uh, No, yeah. It still passes. Ah, fuck. How far away is it? Uh, I mean, it's pretty close. 15, 20 feet from you. <sighs> I punch it. <laughs> 15 to hit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hits. <laughs> Three. Bludgeoning damage. All right. How does Dale look hurt? Not yet. I hated it. <laughs> um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is like a really, really bad. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dale Swin. Help, y'all must hit me. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, as you get close to this thing, Char, you start to notice the ground around it feels gummy and strange. Like you're sinking in a little more than normal. I will. <laughs> like that's how, it, when I back, like walked into it, mm-hmm. how far did I walk forward? 15 feet, we'll say. I'm backing the fuck back up. It's a trap. And I realize <laughs> that now. <laughs> Well, it, it already uses reaction on Dale, so you back up. You're damn right it did. <laughs> the, the ground is uh, difficult terrain, so you can only back up like five, ten feet. You try to get back away from this thing. But, Shaw, roll me a perception check as well. I can't read that. What is this? Uh, nine. With a nine? You don't You don't really notice anything. <laughs> but it sucks to suck. It sucks. Sucks to suck. <laughs> oh no. We made it 31 episodes, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this creature pulls Dale in towards it and it's going to try to bite Dale. It's a 10. It misses. Uh And seeing you coming up and punching it, it unleashes out of one of its... You now see that there are multiple mouths all over this thing. And it spits towards you. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. So nine. You fail. You are now blinded until the end of its next turn. I have nothing. You think I do? Zamira... You are there, and you're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And then you hear from behind you, the dwarves start going, oh, my, oh, my God, as more of these things are now coming out of the trees. At least one more. At least one more of these things. Top of the round, uh, Dale is going to try to stab. Try to stab this thing because it won't let go. Of them. That'll hit. For 12 points of damage, including sneak attack. As a bonus action, Dale comes in with a second dagger to stab at it. That definitely hits. For two more points. And uh, he's screaming, A little help here! A little help here, guys! Any moment! <laughs> uh, next up, Zem. Twelve. All right. You crash another witch bolt into this thing, and you spin around to look, and you can now see that one of these things is maybe within fifteen feet of the dwarves. What are you doing? You staying put? Mm. Can I tell that Shar's blinded? I mean, not unless he told you. Okay. Um, Nothing besides normal pain screams. (laughs) I'm going to position myself closer to uh, the dwarves then, but not far enough away that I lose the witch bolt. You can be, yeah, you're fine. Okay. Not nearly that far. Okay. Awesome. So... Next up, it's just sure. say, just give me your letters. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna back up another singular five feet, just backing away. Action, um, Twilight Sanctuary, cool. Uh, bonus action, key point, uh, patient defense. Okay. Okay. Dope. Roll me another perception check. I'm blinded sure. though. Oh yeah, never mind. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't see anything. You're blinded. What do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hold on. 
That's on brand. Three temporary hit points to everybody that's within 30 feet of me that I like. And I don't know how I feel about Dale right now because I, like <laughs> I still feel like it's a trap. Zem, you are trained on the dwarves and trying to watch Shar and trying to watch Dale. And you see that Shar sort of, he staggers back a little bit and he is like, he wipes his eyes and he looks a little off kilter. At the same time, you see seemingly out of nowhere, directly next to him, one of these things just congeals up next to him and is going to try to... Oh, I forgot that. We'll do it next time. It's going to try to bite you. Sure. That's cocked. Still misses. So, Shar, you feel this thing, and you manage to sidestep it as it lashes out and bites you. Dwarves, still scared. Real quick. Yes. Am I being charmed or frightened? No. At the top of the round, Dale manages to shake off whatever this thing is in their head, and they're going to lash out and stab at the creature again. That'll do it. That's the way you do it. Second stab. That'll hit. Good God. All right. With that, it's still up. Zem, your turn. All right. So, which bolt? That's five. Describe how you kill this one, Zem. I'm just going to send one remaining blast out, like both hands. Um, and then I'm, I'm not even going to watch how it drops. So I'm not really entirely sure. I'm just going to call like, you better not fucking disappear on us, Dale. And then I'm going to turn around and look towards the dwarves. Okay. Perfect. Shar? I am still blinded, correct? No, it's the, it had its turn. So you're not blinded anymore. Okay. And there's one right next to me. Yes. You get unblinded. You look over, you see... I punch in the face. <laughs> yeah, you see Dale, like, riding this thing to the ground. Instead, you're like, oh, okay, cool. It's ah! <laughs> right next to you. Um, 18 to hit? That is. Okay. Uh, three, four, five. Uh, and then... Hands of harm. Three, five. Uh, so five necrotic, five bludgeoning. All right. And then bonus action. Um, well, okay, so what's going on around me now that I can see? So it's Zem near the two dwarves. Yes. Okay. And there is one approaching the dwarves right now. Okay, so can I use the strike as a bonus action? What would you do with your action then? Cast Guiding Bolt, the thing that's getting next to the dwarves. Sure. 17 plus stuff. Yeah. Come on, Cthulhu dice. I can't read. Five, ten, thirteen radiant damage. Zem, the one that you are now trained on that is near the dwarves is now lit up and glowing from this guiding bolt that hit it. Fuck it up! <laughs> this one next to you, Char, is going to first... Spit at you. I need you to make a deck saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20. All right. You succeed. You're like, nope, not this time. And then it's going to bite you. And miss. Thank God. The other one makes its way over towards the dwarves and is going to bite towards Drea. That will hit. Um, I'm going to use my reaction and do the, um, fuck, what's it called? Silvery Barb? Yes, thank you. Was the one enough? <laughs> uh, yeah. It, you're so lucky. <laughs> you're so lucky. That was so disappointing. <laughs> she just dropped like 45 D6s. There's so many. Uh... gets a haircut. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a momentary vision of this thing just like 
biting into Drea with one of its mouths and the other mouths latching on and just tearing her to shreds. And you summon every ounce of energy you have and shift that moment in time enough that it just misses and she like ducks out of the way at the last second. Top of the round, it is Dale's turn. Kraken Dale helps you. <laughs> the other one, Dale hides. That did not work. <laughs> Dale's like, shit. And they run towards uh towards you, Char, to flank on the other side of this thing that's attacking you. And they're going to stab. That'll hit. Okay, nine, and one more strike, that'll hit, for one more point of damage. And Dale stabs and stabs, and then pulls out both daggers, and you see this spray of this black ichor paint the snow, and uh, they look at you, uh, Char, and they're like, I hope you know what you're doing! Nope. (laughs) It's your turn. Um, is there only one creature over there? There's one creature by the dwarves and one by Shar, yeah. How far are both creatures from me? You're, like, in the middle somewhere, so, like, maybe 15 feet from you. Both are, like, 15 feet? Yeah, just on opposite sides. Um, all right, so I'm gonna Witch Bolt, but I would also like to spend all of my, um, my meta magic? Yeah, you're, yes. Uh, to Twin Spell, can I get them both? Yeah. Absolutely. Get advantage on the one. So I am. This has advantage on the one by the dwarves. Yes. And then the one by Shar. Okay. Uh, I have to roll to hit both, correct? Correct. Got it. That is a 15 to hit the one by Shar. That hits. And a natural motherfucking 20 for the one by the other. Yeah, that hits. So this was a second level because I'm out of third level spell slots. Okay. So uh, 10, 16, 18 for the one by the dwarves. Okay. And why can't I math? 12 for the one by Char. All right. And I... Literally scream as that happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is... <laughs> this is big time. Uh, Zem screams, and Shar, you've never seen her split a spell like this before. You've seen her crit a witch bolt and exploded Hara from the inside <laughs> out. But... <laughs> I was you, right, standing right in front of it when it happened. <laughs> yeah. But this time, you watch as her hands... One witch bolt leaves from both hands, and you see one slam into this creature near the dwarves, and you're like, yeah! And then next to you, it strikes the other one, and you're like, what the... (laughs) What was that? (laughs) The whole time? (laughs) The whole time? The whole time? The whole time? The whole time? Oh, but that is Zem's turn. Char, you're up. Is the one over by the dwarf still not dead? No. Good God. It that... was only an 18. I'm going to look over to the one at the dwarves. Punch <laughs> the one right behind my head. With a... You have advantage because uh, Dale's flanking oh, you. Oh, nice. <laughs> Proved it by one. Uh, 13 to hit. Still hits. All right. Uh. Five bludgeoning damage. All right. And then toll the dead on the one near Zem and the dwarves. So wisdom save. 17. Damn it. Makes it. All right. Uh, It's the one near you. Uh, It's turn. First things first, it's going to spit towards Dale. It's going to spit towards Dale. That might actually fail. Yes, that fails. Dale is now blinded, and so it is going to take its bite 
at Dale. <sighs> this is an incredibly bad roll. A <laughs> one and a three with advantage. Uh, so it misses. I just looked at both of those dice, saw both numbers, and I could not comprehend what they were. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, so the other one near the dwarves is still reeling from this witch bolt, and it's going to spit towards Zem. Zem, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. 11. You fail. You are blinded. Okay. And it's going to make a bite attack at Drea. Hold on. That's going to hit. I need to see... um, Do I need to see for silvery barbs? You do. Okay. Then never mind. Drea screams and is bitten and pulled inside of this amoeboid creature. So it sounds like... "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) That's way funnier than it needs to be. (laughs) I don't appreciate a funny death. And now Zuvi is shrieking. Any calm she had that Drea was giving her is now gone. Top of the round. It is Dale's turn, who is blinded. Dale's going to strike out and stab. That's fine. That's what Dale's going to do. Dale misses. Dale misses. Second one, Dale actually hits. So uh, that will be... uh, Yes. And Dale screaming, I can't see anything! I can't see anything! Sure! Sure, help! Help me! Just stabbing wildly. Ow! Zem, it's your turn. All right, so the... I'm still connected to both. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, 100%. You can still hit them with that. Ah, Jesus. This <laughs> is the one by Char, and this okay. is the one by the dwarves. Uh, nine, and then two for the one over by me. Okay. The one near you, Char, is starting to look real bad. It's your turn, Char. Backhand again to the one right next to me. 11 plus 5, 16. That hits. Uh, five bludgeoning damage. Wisdom save on the one near Zen. Oh, what was your um roll for the Passes. thing the last time? Uh, four, five, six, seven. Seven temporary hit points to both... Zem, Dale, and if a dwarf is alive within that 30-foot range. Uh, well... Yeah, well, don't think it would have mattered on the other one. One is not, but yeah, the Zuvi is. She's on my last goddamn nerve, too. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Zuvi. Everybody shut up. Are we just going to clue this shit? Just, like, slap across the... <laughs> I had to stop her screaming. Wait, how much damage did you do with your punch to the one near you? Uh, five, bludgeoning. Okay. Thank you. All right, it is its turn. Ow, fuck your wisdom saves. <laughs> yeah, I they're not that good. They just keep rolling well. Sure, it's going to spit at you. Dex save. 15. Yeah, that passes. And so it's going to just bite at you. That's not good. That doesn't hit. The one near you is just... I'm doing my best, Dale! It's not... <laughs> All right, uh, this creature slides closer to Zuvi and is going to try to bite, uh, to bite her. You can see this time, Sam, so if it hits. No, it doesn't. <sighs> That's so frustrating. Wait, I'm not blind? No, it only lasts for one round. Oh. Um... Oh, I guess you would have been, you. it lasts until the end of its next turn, so you would have been, it's fine, doesn't matter, didn't hit anyway. Uh, t- <laughs> you heard a whiff. <laughs> top of the round, <laughs> Dale's turn. Dale's going to stab it and probably kill it. Okay, uh, you hear Dale let out this, like, otherworldly goblin battle cry shriek and come down with one dagger. Just like, <laughs> 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 
and stabs into this thing's head. And when uh, they pull their dagger out, there's just this spray of black. I imagine that Dale's still like, they're still like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Dale's stabbing at all the different mouths. You know, like when a child jumps, they don't get that much air. They get like half of a, Uh half of like, (laughs) like half an inch. Hilarious. I imagine that's Dale's joke. <laughs> yeah. Like no air jump, dagger to the throat. <laughs> oh. Dale is Dale's not well, uh, mentally, emotionally, right now. <laughs> so, it's your turn. Oh, um. So does the does the twin drop or do I get to move it? No, it just drops. Okay. That hurts. Is it? All right. I'm uh, actually that. I'm going to say, shut up. Stop screaming. Shut up. <laughs> You're just attracting more. <laughs> sure. It's your turn. Told the dead. Wisdom save, please. <laughs> Fucking finally. It fails. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't find the dice. 18. Necrotic damage. As this thing is looming closer and closer to Zuvi, you see that toll the dead hit it, and the whole thing, the whole shape ripples a bit. And bits and pieces of what looks to be like soupy flesh starts like lopping off and sliding down. But it's going to make one more bite attack. What? That didn't kill it? At Zuvi. Nope. I'm going to run and punch it. <laughs> that hits. Silvery barbs. <laughs> that misses. <laughs> Worst spell ever. Shard goes over, punches it in the throat. It's going to spit at you just for that <laughs> Dex save. Oh, yeah, that's... that's You're blind. That's 10. <laughs> Should it spit at you first? <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dale is still just like frantically stabbing this one that's already dead. Uh, Zem, it's your turn. Six. Even blind, Zem. Describe how you kill it blind. Did you forget? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to wildly. So, okay. So. Because I did the twin spell and it was like one hand and one hand, and I just had my one ha- hand out, um, my since I can't see, I'm just going to put both hands together and sort of like CPR, <laughs> <laughs> but in reverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, mean, right. I guess it is shocking, so. Ha. Ha ha. So, you did this to us. <laughs> you put that down. <laughs> you, uh, you take out the other one. Uh, Zuvi is hysterical. Have you seen the blob? Mm-hmm. Then you have an idea of what happens when this thing kind of like sloughs away and Drea's there. Quotes. Dale is just staring down at this. Now it's just a pile of mush that uh, they've reduced to basically like hamburger meat (laughs) with all their stabbing. Uh, And Dale's like, I think I got it. Uh, I'm going to pop a detect magic real quick. Does Dale still have all of his shit on him? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have all All right. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good job, Dale. Good. Good. You can you can stop. Okay. (laughs) That was crazy. I huh, I got out of the trunk to go to the bathroom because I thought you guys were all asleep and something horrible happened. There was just a creature. You've been here the whole time? Yeah, yeah. I, I stowed away in the cart. Shar's just going to start picking up the snow and start like <laughs> putting it on his body. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stalk over to Dale. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like what? You didn't hear us? Oh, no, I heard. And you stayed in the trunk. And what was I going to do? It was scary. That right there. No, 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 that's just self-defense. 
Dale? If you're It's actually it's actually Dell now. I got too many charges under Dale. It's just Dell. I don't care what your name is. If you're gonna be in our in like our travel companion, you're gonna pitch in. Sharp puts his whole head under the snow. <sighs> Get out of the trunk and sit here like a normal individual and stop being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> What the heck? Zamira, you, you seem like really tense right now. If I'm close enough, I will reach out to slap them. No, 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 no. They're <laughs> slapping your hand. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll help, I'll help. I was just, you know, I was trying to stay out of the way. That's all. We. The worst part about this is you are probably all cramped and sore from sitting in this stupid trunk the whole time. And if you would have just asked, I would have let you travel with us. No, 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 it's, it's fine. Come here, come here, I'll show you. Come here, come here, come here. And what? They lead you over. <laughs> they lead you over to uh, the wagon. And you see that there was a trunk there that had been stamped, like, labeled to be taken to the court at Annenfell. And when you open the trunk, it's, like, fleece-lined, and there's, like, a pillow in there. <laughs> so what was in here that's no longer in here? Oh, no, 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 I... Made this box. I had it slipped in. I called on a favor with the stuff that was being loaded in the wagon. So it was just me the whole time. What? Head from <laughs> out from under the snow. What? No, no, no. So, so I was going to do the thing you said and go rob the mages that were coming into the city. But then I heard that there were people going to Annenfell. And you know who's really rich? Elves. So, sure, just repeats again. What? I decided to stow away, come with you, and I thought, you know, it, like the roads are dangerous. I haven't been doing a lot of traveling lately, but you were going, and I thought, huh, these people can handle themselves, and there's a large party. Like, I could stow away, and then you could get me into Annenfell, and nobody's robbed Annenfell in so long. While the tech magic is up, I'm just going to go do a quick perimeter check, just like, okay. <sighs> Okay, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing pings. You are on chef duty, and it better be tasty. I can cook a little bit, you know. How do you feel about like bugs? Do you like bugs? Do you eat bugs? No. I mean, I just I make like a really good like cricket frittata. I am going to turn. And go, I'm going to make you a fucking cricket frittata. And, like, as I'm walking away, I'm going to go back over to who was it? Who died? Hold on. <laughs> Zuvi. No, Zuvi's alive. Drea oh, yeah. died. Fuck Zuvi. I'm going to go over to Drea. <laughs> I'm going over to Drea. Um, and I, I'm going to do the same thing that we did for the other two. So I'm going to, uh, like, search through the disgusting goo that like, you know, she's covered in. Mm -hmm. And then I want to, like, see what I can find, if I can find anything at all, and then, um, like, start to prepare to also give her a burial. Okay. So the note that you find, Andrea, is in one of those leather satchels. So it's up to you. Are you going to open it? I'm assuming because you opened the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to hide it. I don't, um, I'm, I'm Zuby doesn't care. Yeah. yeah Zuby doesn't care. She's out of it. <laughs> she, she is mentally broken at this point in time. Um, when you pull this note out of the satchel though, you notice something interesting about it. It has a floral smell to it. Like it's been sprayed with perfume. That's depressing. And it says, there has been an attack in our city. We would suspect Tel Nim or even Verotten in some sort of attempt to push us into this war. But the amount of magic required to complete such an attack just doesn't make sense. Perhaps the mages at Stellium? I would even suspect your people as well, but there is something otherworldly about this. We need your help, Andir. Please. And whereas the other note that you know was from Toslane was signed with her full name and her credentials, this one's just signed Toz, T-O-Z. Mm -hmm. 
Um, does it also have a seal? It does, yeah. It still has the same, same seal, seal okay. from the city of Morvale. And there was nothing else, like there's no seals, no other orders, no other anything like that. Nope. Okay. All right. We'll start washing the body and funeral rites. All right. While you're doing that, Char, what are you doing? I'm still scoped out for the perimeter now because I think I'm starting to put together how they keep finding us. I think it has to do with whenever we use magic. But I'm not, I'm, I want to see how the darkness responds since we've been using so much now. Okay. So I want to try to like wait that out and see like how often the screams are occurring, when do they occur, in what kind of frequency, that, that kind of shit. Okay. But I think regardless, I want to start planning on moving. Okay. You do what you can for Drea. Take care of the body. The ground is frozen here, so you dig as far down as you can until your hands are burned and red and hurting, and then you find some rocks that you can use to make a sort of cairn. At Shar's request, you don't camp here for the night. You move on to get away from the sight of this whole fight. And a little ways down the path, you find another place set up camp for the night. Dale does make dinner. It's not great. <laughs> uh, they find, they go through the rations. So uh, throughout this whole thing, you you probably would have noticed like every once in a while, like there was food missing and you just thought, oh, like, we One of the dwarves ate it, faster, yeah. or somebody like, oh, maybe an animal got into this. It was Dale. <laughs> Dale. Um, <laughs> but uh, Dale just, Dale doesn't know a lot about cooking. Uh, they mix a lot of strange things together into a sort of porridge uh, that, I mean, it's edible, but it's not great. Said the goblin who makes a frittata. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there were no crickets and no eggs. So, uh, you know, what, what are they, what are they going to do? But I will eat a few bites so that I don't, you know, die. die. And then I will take the rest of it. I will look them straight in the face and I'm going to just dump it. They're like, why? I made that for you. You made me the cook. I made you food. You dump it out. Do better. <laughs> I can't wait to get to Anvil. It's going to be great. Going to be all kinds of things to steal. Have you stolen from us? Yes. No? Have you stolen from us on this trip? I mean, what do you consider stealing? Like, I stole some food. Now I need to actually check. Besides food. Uh, yeah, they're lying. No, 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 not besides food. Maybe some supplies. What exactly did you take from us? I mean, nothing. You can check my pockets. I've got nothing. You just gave us permission to check. Um, yep. No, 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 I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't you mean said. It. I didn't steal your stuff. Hold them down. I'm going to, I mean, I will, but when she's talking and when she starts yelling at him, hearing that he's lying, I'm going to turn her eyes black with thaumaturgy. I wouldn't notice. Zamira, I wouldn't steal from you. Okay? I wouldn't, I wouldn't steal for you. I'm going to like me. let electricity like start lighting at my fingertips i'm not going to hurt them but i just want them to think that maybe i might roll an intimidation <laughs> check it's a nat one they rolled a two on their insight <laughs> okay wait so what's you your have your uh portents i absolutely don't because we didn't long rest Fuck you. um my what, what was I rolling? Intimidation? Yeah. So it's a three total. I got a four. And they're like, ah, no, you wouldn't. And, but they sidestep you a little bit and start like walking away from you. I'm tired and I am cold and I just, I'm done with this trip. If I find out you have stolen from us, I will change my mind about being kind and like the electricity is, go is gone. Okay, okay, okay. I won't steal from you. I won't steal from you. I haven't stolen from you. You have until the end of the trip 
to return anything that you have stolen, and all will be forgiven, because I do not want to leave you here to die. I am... (laughs) I am... I'm just so tired. (laughs) You should go give her a hug. She looks like she needs a hug, Char. (laughs) Char's eye twitches. I'm not hugging her. She's scary. No, not... (laughs) Just the fact that, like, he knows... That Dale is lying. <laughs> you have until the end of the trip. He got hugs them to put everything back. <laughs> yeah, put it back. <laughs> That's what a not one will get you. <laughs> um, they're not intimidated. However, they're like, there's a lot of emotions. So many emotions. I was like, wow, you'd think this was a stressful trip or something. And then they just run. Dale, I can see every magic thing you have on you. (laughs) Fuck your shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Your your shoes don't match your outfit. (laughs) Fuck you and your eyelashes. <laughs> but eventually, you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And you get sleep. Long rest yourselves. Everybody's okay. All right, I'm rolling portents. Portents? That is a three and a two. <laughs> Great. Here's to not die. Wait for that. Uh, So, this is your last day of travel. It's going to take the full day. You'll travel the rest of this day, spend one more night out, and the following afternoon, you think you'll be in Annenfell if you can keep this pace up. There aren't a ton of trees in this area. You've gotten above the tree line. For the most part, you're kind of cresting this last high mountain until you go down into the valley where Annenfell is. You spend the whole day riding along. You don't hear as many shrieks. As a matter of fact, by the end of the day, they've seemed to have died off. Maybe it's because if you're you're getting that proximity to Annenfell, maybe these things aren't coming that close, or maybe they're just trying to sneak up on you. Hard to say. That evening, you start setting up your final camp. You're both exhausted. As a matter of fact, roll me constitution saves. See how exhausted. Oof. Natural uh, 20. Seven. Them. You now have one level of exhaustion. Sure, you good. So, on that note, Zem, you are tired. You're just sitting down trying to get things set up and you're just like Char I can't like I need I need a rest and Char you're actually feeling okay right now and you're like I got it's fine you start setting up a sleeping area setting up the last camp that thought of this being the last one really driving you forward and you're right along the banks of this huge lake both of you roll me history checks do I get disadvantage on those checks too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 12. Okay. That one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> water. Yeah, Sam, you're just like, water. I hate it. I'm done. Sure. Uh, this is, you know that this is like the lar- one of the largest lakes, if not the largest lake in Vela. The, the elves have a name for it and you can't remember Something, something about bringer of life. You can't remember the exact uh, Sylvan phrasing. And you're trying to figure it out, trying to think. And you catch a glimpse down the bank. There's a woman sitting down there. She has her feet in the cold, icy water and seems to be unbothered by it. She's not dressed for the climate. She hasn't looked towards you. Uh, how, how, I'm sorry, how many feet away? I don't know, maybe 60 feet away, something like that. Tamara, 
you get the feeling that she wants to have a conversation with you, but her demeanor is very different. She's sitting with her feet in the water and her arms are sort of around her legs and she has her knees pulled into her chest and her, her blonde hair is just sort of hanging down. She's just staring out at the water. Dale, no stealing. Thank you for making dinner. And he walks away. Dale's just like, okay, that was weird. Um, Zamira, as you're sort of preparing for the last night of this horror, you glance in Shar's direction. <clears throat> you see him walking down the beach. But this time, you see what he's walking towards. You see this glimmer of unearthly light. It's not bright, per se, but it, it just sort of shimmers in the area. And you see the outline of Amara. And the more you focus, the more you make out the details. Her hair, her feet in the water. Up to this point, you've, you've followed this mental journey of gods aren't real, Shar's insane. Maybe there are gods. They're probably gods. But now, given the dream you had the other night and this moment, I mean, you've seen them. They're here. You're not sure why this time you can see her. Could be because she's more present. Could be the location. Or maybe it's because she wants you to see her this time. You're not sure. How are you reacting in the moment? Considering how exhausted and how overwhelmed I am from everything that's this journey has been, like this particular leg of this journey, I'm just going to kind of, I don't want to use the word surrender. Um, I'm just, uh, okay, okay, okay. And then I'm going to raise one hand, like not wave, just like a, all right. <laughs> um, Not a wave, but an acknowledgement? Yeah, basically like, all right. She wasn't looking at you when you initially waved, but it's almost like she could sense it. And she looks towards you and you can't really make out her facial expression from how far away, but she does just wave back at you. And then she sees you coming, Shar Shar. You watch her wave to Zamira. Um, he slowly and, like turns his head. But by that point, I imagine your hands down. You're looking away already. I would have. Yeah, I would have turned around and like I, I'm going over to Dale. Dale. How about maybe some soup? Yeah, yeah, I, I can do soup. I, I make I make really good soup. OK. Do you need do you need help? And then regardless of what they say, I'm going to stand over them and direct them. <laughs> I'm not going to be a bully, but I'm I'm going to say, what about a little bit of that? You're reverse ratatouille them. Basically. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, they will accept your help. Oh. Maybe we can have a bit of an understanding. <laughs> yeah. We can be besties now. Um, if you steal from us, I'll still murder you. Shar, <laughs> <laughs> you walk over and she looks up at you. Uh, gestures for you to sit next to her. And that is where we're going to cut this episode. We'll pick up there next time. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. Thank you again for listening to Slay the Stars. I hope you enjoyed this episode because we want to thank our sponsor, Lost Galaxy, again for supporting this session. You can head on over https colon forward slash forward slash lostgalaxy.games forward slash to read more about their game and join their mailing list to be notified about their upcoming Kickstarter and other updates. With over 200 different class combinations and dozens of skill options, Lost Galaxy is sure to have something to fit your play style. That address again is https colon forward slash forward slash lostgalaxy.games forward slash. You can also find them on Facebook and Twitter at Lost Galaxy TTRPG. That's at L-O-S-T-G-A-L-A-X-Y-T-T-R-P-G. Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers.
character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Bellino. Thanks for listening. <laughs>